Welcome to Ag Vic Talk, keeping you up to date with information from Agriculture Victoria. Having good safety systems in place can actually make you more money. G'day, I'm Drew Radford and those words belong to farmer and seed business owner Ashley Fraser, a passionate advocate of doing things the right way so that all his team go home safely to their families at the end of the day. To delve into this deeper, Ashley joins us for this AgVic Talk podcast. Thanks for your time. No worries, thanks Drew. Ashley, you wear a few different hats across a couple of different entities. Can you just map out what they are? So we have a seed company as well as a farming operation and I, along with my wife Pam, manage the seed company operation here at Rutherglen called Baker Seeds. From my reading though, Ashley, that's a little bit of an understatement because the farming side of it's quite big and so is the seed business side quite large as well. So how many people are employed in these enterprises? So we've got around 20 plus or minus depending on the time of year in the seed business and then around five on the farm, you know, depending on the seasonal timing as well. And is the farm really focused on producing seed for the seed business? It is. We do also produce a fair amount of just commercial grain that will just go into the um, the feed or milling sectors. We crop probably 30% wheat, 30% canola and 40% other things such as triticale, lupins, oats, beans and then a bit of pasture as well for a livestock operation. Now you're on about 2,500 hectares I understand and you're in pretty prime country. Whereabouts are you? The main part of the farming operation sits between Springhurst and Rutherglen in the northeast Victoria. So pretty reliable weather for that kind of production I'd imagine. Yeah it is and um, I guess probably our worst years are the wet years um, where we can get a bit too wet but yeah, it's a really nice part of the world to farm in, to be honest. That also sounds like a pretty good problem to have compared to a lot of farms in drier areas. Now, Ashley, we're here to talk largely about safety, and you've done a lot of work in this space. Now, how does safety compare or differ between the farm and the seed operation? Oh, the approach to safety is pretty much the same. You know, there's a there's a few facets to safety as such. First and foremost, you've got to get a you know a good culture around safety and that people feel comfortable, you know, raising any issues and that comes about through the main thing which is communication. And then I guess from a business point of view, there's the documentation side of it, which which is essentially being able to prove that you do what you say you're doing. Now, you mentioned there a good culture, and being a leader is not something most people always think they're going to find themselves doing, but how important has that been for you to find a leadership style and build those skills when it comes to maintaining safety within the business and developing that culture? Yeah, I guess it's, it's a lot of it you've got to lead by example. You know, I've been in this business for nearly 25 years, so I've personally done every job there is to do in the place, and... Um, I've got a fair idea of exactly the hurdles that you'll need to overcome with every part of the job. So I guess for me it's been fairly easy because it's just simply leading by example in that regard. You mentioned communication. Is that formal or is it written and is it something that occurs daily? 
It's a bit of both. You still need to have those formal conversations where, you know, at a, at a meeting, right, is there any safety issues, are there any concerns that people have? But I find not too much tends to come out of those sort of meetings. There'll be the odd thing, but it's more the one-on-one chats or the observations that you'll you'll have around the place. And I guess you go and have that one-on-one chat with the guys and go, how are you finding this? Generally, if a job's hard to do, it can be because there's a safety component to it. And then we just have that discussion and we see if we can work a, um, a way of manufacturing something to make that job easier, which will then also make it safer. The large part of what you're describing there is actually being heard and acting on what you're hearing. Oh, absolutely. First and foremost, to have a good culture, you've got to have a workplace where people feel engaged and they're happy to share their opinion and those opinions are, are respected. I mean, we've, we've always maintained that we're a family business and when you come to work for us, you become part of our family and you're treated accordingly. That's a fantastic perspective. Everyone wants to go home in the same condition that they got to work in. That's a fair enough thing for everybody to hope for. I understand you had a visit from one of the Victorian government-funded Making Our Farms Safer Advisors. Why did you ask someone to come out and help you improve safety and give your farm the once-over? We had, I guess, put in some new systems and some new ways of doing things. Where we actually implemented the Safe Ag Systems app, which you know, everyone in the workforce carries a phone with them these days. And I guess it was a way of us trying to actually better communicate what's going on around the place and having another avenue for them to actually convey any maintenance issues, which are, you know, the maintenance issue is quite often a safety issue and really get on top of those things. So with those new systems, we've um, already done a couple of reviews on those systems. We're pretty happy with how, where we were tracking. It never hurts to get a second opinion and someone go over and go with it with that hasn't been to the business before and say, righto, well, I can see you've got a couple of holes here or there or whatever it might be. And whether that be in documentation, whether it's in systems, whether it was in just simply how we were managing our communication, or whatever. I don't think, for me, it's not something you can just rest your laurels on and go, I think we're right. Farming and the agricultural sector, unfortunately, we've got a really poor safety record. And it's something that unless we all sort of take it a bit seriously, it's not something we're going to improve on and we really need to improve on it. Did that also require a consultation with your staff afterwards? Like, this is where we've got to and this is what we're going to do? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, once they'd come out and and gone through everything, found a couple of areas for improvement for us, we were able to then go out and go, you know, actually, guys, you know, we're doing really, really well in all these parts of our program. We've ticked all these boxes. We're doing well, and so we're on the right track. We've just, but we do need to, we still need to tighten up on this. We need to get people um, to sign off on another policy where we're just, just to be a bit clearer on where we're going. I mean, all of our staff are really receptive to all that now because they've come along on that journey as well. From what you're describing, though, is not everything you've put in place requires a lot of money. People often fear that safety requires cash, but I'm not getting that impression across the board from you. No, if anything, having good safety around the place, it can actually make you more money because generally you're doing things more productively and people actually enjoy... Well, we tend, tend to want to do those jobs now because you've, if they dislike a job, it's quite often because it's hard or it's got an element to it that they don't really like. And if you can make it a happy workplace, then all of a sudden your productivity goes up. 
in terms of an ongoing process, you'd say you talk to your staff a lot, but are there formal procedures in place such as inductions and feedback mechanisms when things go wrong? Yeah, absolutely. With the app we're running now, if anyone, you know, even so much as scrapes a knee, they can log that as an incident or a near miss. You know, there's formal procedures there that they can log those incidents or near misses and, and as soon as a near miss is logged, I get alerted to that and I can go straight out and have a conversation and, and, and get an understanding around what's happened, how it's happened and how can we stop that from happening in the future. Yeah, but that, that only happens after they've completed all of their inductions, they understand all of our safe work practices, they understand our um, good manufacturing processes. There's a whole raft of policies and procedures that sit behind that that they need to be aware of and, and have signed off on before they've even set foot on the, um, on the work site. That's got to be a dramatic shift in thinking for an old guard of farming, you know, people who just sort of went, well, there's the tractor, away you go. Has is, is that been difficult to change that mindset with some people who've come from more traditional farming backgrounds? Yeah, you're right. And I hear with my role as a VFF Grains president, you hear it quite often, oh, it just all seems too hard. Or it, oh, I just can't be bothered with that, all that side of it. But I tell you what's hard, and I reckon the hardest thing in the world would be telling a, a workman's family that, you know, he's just had a tragic accident and he won't be coming home. I think that, in reality, that's going to be a way lot harder than implementing a few safety procedures. That's what it really comes down to when you put it in that context. I understand Victorian farms make up 14% of workplace fatalities despite only employing 2% of working Victorians. That's a sobering reality check, isn't it? That's not a badge of honour that anyone wants to wear. And so, yeah, we've, we've got to get serious about it as, a, as an industry. And for those people out there that say, it's, oh, it is, oh, it's a bit hard or I don't know how to do it, I don't know how to, I don't know where to, and most people just don't know where to start. And there's plenty of places to start out there. And I, I applaud the VFF and, and the Making Farms Safer program because that is a really non-confrontational way of getting safety brought in and formalised on your farm. It's a lot easier to make that phone call than wait for WorkSafe to walk, come through the gate and actually order you to do it. Ashley, a lot of this is also a legal requirement now. I imagine also it's been driven to some extent by the insurance industry in terms of, you know, you're going to get hit with higher premiums unless you can prove that you actually have these systems in place. Yeah, absolutely. It is, it is a legal requirement. And the first thing WorkSafe and when they come in through the gate and you've had an incident, they'll openly say to you, I hear what you're saying, but where's the documentation that proves what you've done? And that's where a lot of farmers will look at each other and go, well, we don't have it. And, well, none of what you said actually happened then. And that's where farmers can become very vulnerable for legal action. But when you talk about insurance, it's interesting you say that because it was actually our insurance agent that put us onto the Safe Ag Systems program. And we've actually developed that now where, you know, we've actually got all of our quality assurance side of things that all runs through the Safe Ag Systems program. So some of these programs, they can be as little as you want or they can be as big as you want. And that's entirely up to you and how far you want to take it. Ashley, what are some resources that people listening to this can go to to find out more about where they should start and what they're required to do and how to implement it? 
Yeah, so the, there's a whole farm safety team associated with the VFF. Um, we can just re- by springing the, the office number of the VFF um, down at Farrow House in Melbourne, they will get you sorted there. Or there's the Making Farm Safer uh, website and you'll be able to get all that information on that. Ashley Fraser, Managing Director with Baker Seed Company and also current VFF Grains Group President. Thank you for taking the time and sharing with us what you've learned about farm safety and how important it is for your production process, indeed how much it actually reduces cost. Thanks for taking the time and joining us for this AgVic Talk podcast. You're very welcome. Thanks, Drew. Thank you for listening to AgVic Talk. For more episodes in this series, find us and follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We would love to hear your feedback, so please leave a comment or rating and share this series with your friends and family. All information is accurate at the time of release. Contact Agriculture Victoria or your consultant before making any changes on farm. This podcast was developed by Agriculture Victoria, authorised by the Victorian Government, Melbourne.